I want to say a verse today. Uh, I want to start off with the verse, may I say. Uh, it's Isaiah 40, uh, verse 31. But they... Sorry. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. We, as an individual can go to God and he will renew us. He will help us and he will give us strength. He will give us the wings that we need to fly high, to go as far as we can go, to go no matter how far it is, we can go as high and as far as we want to go through God, our almighty Lord Jesus Christ. And so as my title today is, Take Flight. Pastor, will you please pray on, on, over this message? Lord Jesus, for what you're going to do, Lord Jesus, we pray today, Lord, Brother Dylan, Lord, as he preaches your word, God, I pray, God, that you would speak through him, God, you would use him, Lord Jesus, you would help him to die, Lord, Lord, speak, Lord, what you have, Lord, for him to say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we praise you for it, God, Lord, bless us. Ooh, God is so good. You know, What's so good about God is that He gives us the opportunity, you know, to be saved, to be loved, and to be cared for. You know, He says to wait on Him. He says, if you wait on our God, that He will be there for you when the time comes. He will be there right on time, every time, and He will not leave you nor forsake you. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for our God. And you know, there's some things that He can do, and there's some things that we can do, but sometimes He wants us to wait, and sometimes He wants us to take a leap of faith. Sometimes He wants us to jump, and sometimes He wants us to fly. He wants us to take flight and go as far as we can go. You know, sometimes we can't do it, but sometimes Sometimes we can do it. Sometimes it's the devil telling us that we can't when we can. Sometimes there's these things that's going on. And I pray that, oh Lord Jesus, oh, you all may be seated. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> ooh, whew. You know, what's so good is that God, he doesn't expect us to wait all the time. You know, yes, he wants you to wait. But you got to know when to jump. You got to know when to take off. And sometimes he's moving upon others. And he's moving on their lives, and he's just waiting for you to move. You're the one that's not moving yet when you're the one that he's waiting to move. He's trying to give you these things. He's trying to put things within your life so that you'll move, but yet you won't move. Why won't you move? Just move and do what God wants you to do. But for God, he will do it. He will help you, but you can't. he can't help you if you ain't worthy, if you're not with. If you're not willing to move, you know, and I'm so thankful that God has showed me that. And I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that you'll move upon this service, Lord God. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you'll help me with this, Lord God. You know, there's so many things, so many things that God has done for all of us. And oh, we need to open these doors and let people come in. We need to let them know that we do not care who, what they've done or what they've been doing or where they've been or where they go or anything like that. For God has not cared and God loves them for who they are and He's not going to judge. He's not, we're not judging them. We have no right to judge them. Only God can judge them and when God comes, He's the one who's going to be judging them. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, there's so many things that God can do and there's so many things that we can do to help God so He can do things you know God puts us in situations that way we can help that way we can be 
Oh, Lord Jesus, that we will follow his will. You know, God is, oh, Lord Jesus, I praise you, Lord God. And I, oh, Lord God. Ooh. Romans 3, verse 23. As you will turn with me, please. <clears throat> Say amen if you're there. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You know, we can't judge others because we've all sinned. We've all been there. We've all done that. We've all been in that same boat that they've been in. And you know, you can't just let that be the reason you judge someone. You shouldn't judge anyone at all. For God says, do not judge them. He says, do not judge them no matter what comes over them. No matter what comes over your life. No matter what circumstances you may go through. You know, sometimes you judge and you don't mean to judge. Sometimes you judge and you don't actually mean it. You know, you don't realize that you do it. But sometimes you'll do it, you know. You say you, you're like, oh, no, I'm not judging at all. I'm not judging. But yet you'll give them a weird look and they'll, they'll feel like they've been judged. Have you ever came into the church when you first started and you first came to church? You're scared. You're nervous. You don't know whether or not this is the church for you. And you're trying to figure out what church you need to go to. And when you come in, you need to come in with welcomed arms. You, you want to come into a church where you feel welcome. There's a lot of churches that don't feel welcome or loved. And we need to let them know that they are loved and welcomed. We need to let them know that... Oh, Lord Jesus, let them know that they are loved and cared for. Lord Jesus. For I do not care if you walk in here with shorts. If I do not care if you walk in here with just a t-shirt on. I do not care if you walk in here with just literally anything. I do not care. That is not up to me. That is not up to me to judge. That's only up to God to judge. You come in this house. This is the house of God. This is the house that Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ wants us to come to. This is the place where you can come and be loved and be cared for. This is the place where we all need to come and unite as one. And we will be loved unconditionally by God. God doesn't change you to... You, you, can't, you don't get changed and then come to church. You come to church and then be changed. You know, if you think that's crazy, do you go and you, you get, do you get cleaned up to go take a shower? No, you take a shower to go get clean. You, uh, the shower cleans you, just like God will clean us. Only God can clean us. You know, there's so many things that God can do. And that's one of the main things that He will do. He will clean you. That's the reason He came. is so that He could die on that cross just to forgive us for all of our sins. You know, I was thinking, in the Old Testament, they had to, they had to work hard. You know, they looked upon everyone as sinners. And if they wasn't living right, then they wasn't worthy to be in the house of the God. And they did not care about them. There was a lot of judging. There was a lot of, a lot of judging going on in the Old Testament. And you know, the thing is, is that what's so great is that when in the New Testament, Matthew 11, God talks about, you know, in the Bible, he has this, 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 this specific message within the Bible. And the reason I feel like he has this message in the Bible is because, oh Lord Jesus, is because it talks about how a king wants, oh, 
wants to throw a party. And then when he throws the party, he invites so many people. And, you know, so many people that he knows and he loves to come to this party. But they don't come. Just like if we invite people, most of the time they don't come. They don't show up when we need them to show up. You know, and we want them to show up. But see, it's the reason why they wasn't showing up is because they were looking in the wrong places. They were looking in the wrong directions. They Instead, they were looking for people who already they thought were right. They were looking for people who were right instead of people who are wrong. You know, and there's so many things that God can do within our souls. And you know, the thing is, is that after he realized that there was no one coming, he said, he looked at one of his servants and he said, go into the village and tell every single one of them to come. And that there was food, this house is full of food, and you are, you are willing, you are welcome to come. And then his house got filled, the place got filled, and it was completely full of people. And there were people there that you may not even know, but yet there was people and it was a full house. This church is going to grow, and it is going to to get full if we will just reach out into the poor. For Jesus. For Jesus. And then there's a part where it talks about how they all put on that uh, that cloak. And it's supposed to be a, it's clean co- uh, clothing. They put on clean clothing. And when they do that, you know, that you can spot out the ones who's not clean. And see, when they came in, there was someone that wasn't, they didn't have, they didn't change clothes. And they went and asked them, why didn't you change clothes? And then they said, I don't know. And, uh, you know, the thing is, is you didn't want to put your clothes on. Why not? That's the same thing as when you come into the house of God. When you come into this place, God cleans you. And He will restore you. And He will renew you. But if you do not let Him renew you and you do not let Him restore you, then you will not be clean. And it shows throughout your whole life. And everyone around you can tell that you are not clean. Turn with me to James 2, verses 3 through 6. Jesus, Jesus. <clears throat> and ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, and sit here under my footstool. Are ye not the then partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? Hearken, my, uh, my beloved heart, uh, brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? And here's... Of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him. But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats. You know, right now in this time, in this particular time, there's a lot of people that are becoming gay and lesbians and transgenders. You know, all these people are becoming all these awful things. And, you know, we judge them for that when we shouldn't. We, there's a lot of people that judge them for that, and they shouldn't. Maybe they're just trying to find love, but they're just looking in the wrong places. Just like a lot of us look for drugs, alcohol, you know, all these things. And it's because we need something that we can't find. We need someone. We need something. And we 
we can't find it, it's because we're looking in the wrong places. We are looking in the wrong places. We need to reach out to them, even though they may be gay, even though they may be lesbian, even though they may be doing all these awful things, even though they may be sinning every day. We need to reach out to them and tell them that this is our house. This is the house of God. And when you come into this house, you are more than welcome. For God says, come as you are. Turn with me to Hebrews 10 and 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. See, maybe these people out here that are sinning, they just don't know what they're doing. Most of us didn't know what we were doing before we came uh, into church. Most of us didn't understand how terrible it could be and there's so many out there you know that are doing all these bad things and maybe they're just looking for that love and they but whenever you you tell them those things and they just ignore you they're, they're not understanding you but yet if you will reach out to them and tell them that there's a place that they can come to that they can be loved and cared for then they will come and when they come that's whenever God will clean them and God will tell them the things that they are doing and they will realize the things that they are doing and they will be clean and they will be restored Matthew eleven twenty eight and thirty. Twenty eight, yeah, twenty eight and thirty. Eleven, twenty eight through thirty. My apologies. <clears throat> Come unto me, all ye that laborer and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek. And lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you come to God, God will He will lift you up and He will free you. He will give you that freedom that you that you need. He will give you that love that you are so desperately looking for. When you need Him, He is going to receive you. He is going to give you the things that you need that your heart desires for. And He is going to bless you. Even though you may not deserve these blessings, God is going to bless you. And as I'm coming to a close, I want, want you all to think that, think just for a second, you know, oh Lord Jesus. Pastor, as you, will you please go up and uh, put some tunes on? Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> Lord God. Oh Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Let's just all think for a second. Let's think about all the things that we've done, all the sins that we've committed, all the hurt that we have been through, all the things, the anger, the hatred, you know, the lost loved ones that we have lost, the ones who we cared the most for that that we have lost and we will never get to see unless we go to heaven. 
we pray that they are in heaven. We pray that they went in the right direction and that God has lifted them up into the heavens. Just think about it all and just take it all in. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But just think about every single bit of it. Now the thing is, is this altar is open unto you. This is where you can come to God and you will ask Him to help you through these things. All this hurt, all this hatred, all this anger, all these things that is going through your life that you are fighting with. If you just go to the altar, and you just pray to God, Lord Jesus, forgive me for all my sins. God will not turn you down. That's what God's waiting on. He's waiting on you to reach out to Him. For if you reach out to Him, He will lift you up. He will fill that empty hole in your heart. church to take flight even as individuals we need to take flight Pretending